All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio. Welcome. It's Friday. Hello. It's Friday. Bag Milk, Rick, Tyler, Liam, Dan, gang's all here. Coming off a couple of big wins. Little days off. Back-to-back weekend. Lots to talk about. It's going to be a busy weekend. There are only two weekend days this month where the Oilers don't play a game because of their Saturday, Sunday back-to-backs, which means we will have a piece of live content going up all but two days this month at Oilers Nation on the YouTube. It's very exciting. Uh-huh. Love the live content. Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? You, the listener, have you? What are you waiting for? Liam wants you to. Tyler does. Mm. We didn't get close to the 30K for me to do a boudoir shoot. Thank Now I just have goodness. to ask. How dare you? How dare you say thank goodness? <laughs> that would have been fantastic content. We could have turned it into a calendar. We could have sold, uh, sold it, raised money for charity. We could have sold magnets. T-shirts. Posters, posters, pins, mugs. I know a couple people who would like to get their hands on that. A chapeau, maybe. (laughs) Now I just have to have the collection, my own personal collection of Tyler's undies or nudes. That you wore. Dude, wore shoots. What was that picture we have from the nation vacation in Vegas where it looks like Bag Milk's taking a picture picture of Liam Liam changing? Oh, yeah. I think I was. Well, yeah. Was I not supposed to do that? Well, it looked me. I appreciate the male body in all its forms. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when Liam changes for me, I'd need to tack, snap a quick pick. Yep. A true bag of milk. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we grow upward. Sometimes we grow outward. Yeah. <laughs> it's a struggle. You know why? Because I love bread and cheese. <laughs> Pocket cheese. Pocket cheese. Pocket cheese goes a long way. I know. Saves every, the day. Everyone doubted me too. <laughs> and at one point, everybody wanted pocket cheese. Do be the first way. person 
is always the inno- the innovator is always the one that has to break through the weeds, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I always I find it funny too. Like that one lady was like, "You won't do this. You won't put a piece of cheese in your pocket." Of course, I'll put a piece of I cheese would. in my pocket. <laughs> you know, that's a great that's a great idea, Miss. I'm going to put eight pieces of cheese in my pocket. So you had more than eight, probably. You had a whole collection. You had different. Yeah, kinds I mean, there was like flavors. three or four different flavors there, right? You had to well spread it out. A potpourri of flavors. Mm-hmm. A little lint in there. <laughs> it's just good fiber. Did you turn on the mics, Tyler? That's a good one. Uh, no, we're fine. <laughs> we we'll do fix it. Well. we'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. Fix it in post. Is it going one quarter of the speed that it was last <laughs> week? <laughs> that is a great photo. It's just it? the funniest. Fucking <laughs> <picture>. <laughs> yes, that's uh, classic. You know what? Speaking of a t-shirt. Some people think that I was taking a picture of the equipment in the room that looked like an OnlyFans setup. Others think that I was taking pictures of Liam. The truth is somewhere in the middle, or is it both? Today, I was on Facebook, and I was scheduling some stuff for the Nation Network, as I tend to do. And Mark Zuckerberg reminded me that today is my 10-year anniversary working full-time at this company. A full decade. A full decade. What's your favorite memory? And then Probably also this one right now. Least favorite memory. This one right now. Okay. Now rank the top five. The off, yeah. <laughs> oh, behind the scenes podcast of like bag milk's five least favorite moments working with the company would fucking bang. We could do a couple. I got rolled back a bunch of times in the 10 years I've worked here. Not fun. My first ever paycheck bounced. Not ideal. <laughs> Those are back in the days where you would just have to be like, uh, hey, Jay, I, my, the E-trans, you can just E-transfer me this time. <laughs> well, or there would be times where I remember... The tire um, warehouse? Yeah, we were in the back of a tire shop and first paycheck bounced. Second paycheck, he just forgot to give me. <laughs> so I text him. I was just like, hey, are you uh, coming back to the office today? Uh, like, I got my check, but you need to sign it. <laughs> I can't cash this unless you sign it. He goes, oh, shit, I'm on my way to Calgary. Like, ah. <laughs> So 10 years ago, Uh, March of 2014, what would have been the big storylines around that? We were going into the dry settle draft. Oh yeah. So one of the first things that I did with the company was we were planning the draft party for the Leon dry settle draft. Yeah. I think I remember that one. That was the one with the horrible shirt that Wanya and I designed. Oh, the brown one, like the the brown one with the pyramids pyramids on it. Yeah. Yeah, That was great. The tagline was, Oilers rebuild taking longer to build than and the pyramids. pyramids. <laughs> and the color was like, and it was like sandy a sandy brown. color. And oh, on the back sick. though, the back of the shirt was hilarious. Cause it just said, I guess it would have been 14. And then the hashtag. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Kevin Lowe. Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg for reminding me. Cause otherwise I would have had no ideas today. 10 years. 10 years. Crazy. I showed up at the site in 2008 writing a weekly for free. I did that for a couple of years. Started running Twitter for $100 a month, Liam. $100 a month. That was big money back in those days. <laughs> a lot of five, money. Still get $5 foot long back then. Mm-hmm. March 1st, 2014. I would have oh been... Oh here we go. Three months, four months away from graduating high school. I thought you were going to say three months old. Yep. That was- <laughs> <laughs> Liam was the 11-year-old on the podcast. <laughs> It's just it uh, today for me. That's one of those anniversaries. It's just kind of wild. Like I was even when I walked in here, I was like, Rick, I can't believe we've known each other for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, it's crazy. It is wild. And all the people that are in this room weren't here because it was just me and Jay and Wanye. (laughs) There was the three (laughs) of us in the office and that was it. And uh, to see where the company is now is 
pretty fucking neat. Who was the next employee? So there was a couple of like, there was part-time employees that kind of showed up like that you would know, or that are just come and gone. I both either on. Cause there were some sales reps that, were, that came and went. Um, there were some graphic designers that came and went, uh, our friend, Joanne, uh, she still does some work for oodle noodle. She was around probably a year or so after I showed up, she was around for a long time until we kind of moved along. Um, other than that, there's just been a Chris, handful. The intern in Coombsy wouldn't have been that long after, right? So Cam actually would have been, Cam's at about eight years now. Yeah. Because we picked him up as, he was the editor of the Gateway at U, at the U of A at that time. Mm-hmm. And we wanted him to run NHL numbers, which was our salary cap resource. And we asked, do you know anything about the salary cap? And he said, no. And we said, that's perfect. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> You're hired. We just had to ask you something in the interview. So the first two paychecks are going to be an issue though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may get it. You may not. Um, so then Cam came on and then Chris, the intern would have been, we were at little brick when I hired Chris, the intern. That was my first hire for the company. I was really happy about it. Now he's an exec with fountain tire, which is hilarious. Um, and then it just kind of all Dan would have been shortly after that. So, yeah. Kyla, Kyla she was an intern Chris, for a while. Yeah, she was shortly after. She was the year after Chris. Was it? Yeah. And you had some other people that didn't show up? Yeah, we hired a different intern. I don't even remember her name now. She didn't show up on the first day. Didn't, doesn't matter. And then I got an good. email saying, I don't think I want the job. And I said, okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got that. that. You didn't show <laughs> up today. You weren't here. And then since that, there's been all kinds of characters. In oh, there. a lot in and out for sure. A We're at Magic Falls. Once you guys let me in, the door was just open for everyone. The riffraff piled through was, once Dan was your the door open. It was your you know? mistake. Sorry, what was the question? Where'd Mandrick fall into that? Mandrick, so he was a sales guy for us, Adam Mandrick, and he was a longtime friend of Jay and Wanye, and they just needed sales help at that point. And he was doing a lot of stuff part-time. He was at a dealership on the South Side. He was working yeah. at an Audi dealership. Yeah. And then he came on for probably two, three years, four years. A couple Aussies come in there. A couple Aussies were in here. Josh Brown, Noops. He actually, Jay is on vacation. He's going to Hawaii to see Noops. Yeah. So still in touch with them. But it, yeah, just a lot of people have come and gone and more showing up as the days kind of go on here. And then mm-hmm. now we've got this a group outside this room that's significant, even given to where we were three years ago, four <laughs> years ago. No, there were just simply wasn't that many people. There just wasn't. Yeah, when I started, we used to sit four of us around a table every day for. And that was the, the group. That was, that was all we had, and everything that got done on the websites, and then eventually the podcast. At that time, was that group of four people, and it's kind of wild that we've got two studios in this office. Where before we would kick Wanye and Jay out of their actual office mm-hmm. downstairs off. to try and record. And that was even before the downstairs studio. The double was built. downstairs, yeah. Basically. So we were trying to do everything through GarageBand and all that kind of stuff, and it just sucked and it was horrible. And that's kind of when Tyler showed up. Yep. That's why we're here now, listeners. Because <laughs> if you got my part time duties, I've been here for five years now. Yeah. Or right around there, four, four and a half. That's crazy. Four and three quarters, maybe. Yeah. Even I remember just when you jumped over from TSN. Yeah. So it's wild. And then, you know, from there, we've just built out and built out and built out. And it's interesting to watch it happen. 10 years is a long time, but it's also gone by in a snap. Yeah. 10 years. That's crazy. You know, Winnipeg was almost 10 years ago. It was one of the first things nine years ago. Now the first trip I ever took with the nation was to Ryan Smith's retirement in Moose Jaw. (laughs) Um, 
And that was one of the first things we ever did where we actually traveled for it. And thinking back of how janky that was, I remember being on the ice covering his speeches and stuff. And I was taking pictures with my fucking Blackberry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all the media had like actual zoom lens cameras and professional things. And they were like, what do you guys do? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just clicking away. out here. (laughs) I'm with Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with yeah. Jay and Wanye. All right, fair That's enough. essentially it. And Gregor was there. So, like, Gregor was introduced. I remember Gregor introduced me to Ryan Smith. Felt my asshole fall <laughs> through the floor. That'd be something. Cool, man. 10 years. Meeting Ten Ryan years. Smith or the asshole thing? Probably both. Okay. Both. Both sites to be seen. <laughs> you know? So, anyway, thanks for enjoying my content for 10 years. Or if you don't, sorry. Oh, well. Deal with it, or I'll write it twice. <laughs> They've been holding out for ten years, thinking that next year might be the year. This might be the year that I finally leave. But you're stuck with me. You're stuck with me. I signed a new agreement in December. I'm around. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hmm. Anyway, thanks for letting me around for a couple of minutes. I just thought it was cool. Cool Very anniversary. Cool. What do you got for a delicious debate for us, Tyler? With Chris Tan have gone. He was traded this week. If, if you missed it with Chris Tan, I've gone. Who is your new top deadline target for the Edmonton Oilers? Also, before we get into that, just for Wendy's and the daily face off survivor pool, is anyone still alive heading into the weekend? Oh, I no. made a massive mistake. What'd you do? I forgot to make my pick. <laughs> I made that is it. a massive mistake. I made it two days and Jay and I discussed what we were going to do on the show. Would it have hit? Yes. Oh, I'm still alive and heading into the weekend flex. Did you pick Joel Erickson Eck not to score? Yep. Under yeah. half a goal for Joel Erickson Eck. Cashed. I'm going Sidney Crosby over one and a half points on the Saturday slate. Trying to finish a perfect week and win this bad boy for the first time. Uh, but anyways, back to the delicious. Dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. If you want to sign up and play, get some prizes. Come on. 349 Nuggos right now. Or six piece. Bang Gorgeous. deal. 349 Nuggos. Yep. Maybe you go get, you know, 24 of them. Still a bargain. Back to you, Tyler. With Chris Tanev gone, who is your new top deadline target, boys? Buchnevich or Toffoli. I'm still going with the forward. I was kind of hoping that Buchnevich wouldn't leave, you know? Stick you don't know. Did you, did you check the airplane? I tried. He might he not be on. In there. He might be sitting in the J-Dub right now. I tried to clear security, but then I just ended up at the Chili's and didn't leave. That's fair. You know? It happens. So, so Buchne- you're going forward, Buchnevich and Toffoli. I'm, I'm sticking with the forward. So my ideal, and I did the rankings of it last week where I would rather have a defenseman. But yeah. now that Tanev is kind of like the sexy pick gone, I don't know who my check down is. Is it Alex Carrier? I don't know. But that's still my preference would be to upgrade on CC if possible. I just don't know who that check down is. Yeah, I think it's basically the only two guys on the market who would be close to CC or a little better than CC would be Carrier and Sean Walker. And I think for the price you're going to pay, I prefer Alex Carrier. So my top D-man deadline target is now Alex Carrier, but I'll be honest, it's a short list of guys. The forward one is interesting because Buchnevich is going to cost you a ton, and it'll be really hard to fit in that $5.8 bucks. So I think my top forward target might now actually be Adam Henrique. They just got 75% of Tanav's contract covered. I'm sure they can figure something but out. But Buchnevich has the extra year, right? So it's just, it's more complicated to get someone to keep that much money for another year. Fair. Unless... You can somehow, Uncle Ken can somehow convince his best friend over there in St. Louis that uh, taking Campbell is a good idea. Oh, they already spend a lot on Benny. Like, I don't think St. Louis, they want to win. I don't think they would do it, but that's the play is convincing him it's a good idea. Or convincing anyone to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's playing well. 
He's playing so, well. Those are my yeah, answers. 38 saves uh, the mm-hmm. other day. Down in Baker. Carrier on the blue line and Henrik up front. Dan or Liam? Who say you? Dan, do you mind just I'm going? Gonna, I'll take it because Liam broke his mic arm for this episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I think that I'm still looking at defense. And while I know that they have listed a high price asking price for them, I think either Sealer or Walker is the is the play for the Oilers at this point. Um, I also think that there's still going to be wild card teams that are going to find themselves on the outside looking in when it comes to the deadline and actually become sellers where we didn't expect it. But yeah, I, I, you have to be looking at defense still as this team. Liam, I'm sure for the fifth time today, you're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Who say you I don't know okay. because I think <laughs> I just, the struggle five is, times to figure it out. <laughs> the struggle is now, I think it should be a defenseman. I agree with everyone who said that, but how many of them are, are like that much better than CC? And I think now the debate is, is just trading laterally for Walker, Carrier, whoever it may be, better than going into another playoff run with Cody CC? I'm starting to lean more yes and no. I just don't know who that should be because the trade market kind of blows. And I quite frankly don't want any of the players on that are available besides like Bushnevich and Adam Henry. Honestly, I think it's going to be something quiet. Somebody like last year's at home where it just, that name was not out there. Okay. But by this point it was, and that's kind of where I push back on that. It's like, we started hearing about before they traded for him three days before the deadline. Yeah. yeah but a, they but traded a, for him like 90 for the deadline. Wasn't it? it was I don't remember. Yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. Or two days ago. Oh, two days ago. Yeah. Well, yesterday, yeah, yesterday wasn't a thing yet. Last Damn year, uh, is. by this point, we knew Ekholm was available, and the Oilers had basically already gone them. So it's like, right? Now, I just think the market sucks, and the market's going to continue to suck. I appreciated the comment, even though no one else did. Thank what you. did I you say? It. I heard it. It was a leap year. Last year wasn't he a called thing. You yesterday a wasn't, yesterday wasn't a thing. Last year he called you a damn liar, Liam. <laughs> Isn't it oh. wild for a second oh. how every year actually has an extra quarter day, and then every fourth year you like. Full one. Yep. You got to catch back up. And yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't get it. It's, it's, like, the, it's because the this the Earth doesn't turn full rotation three hundred in three hundred sixty five days. They do it in it does it in three hundred sixty five point two five days. Yeah. Well, it doesn't turn at all. It's flat. So it just, well, that's true. That, it flips it like rotates a coin. Like a it flips like a coin. Chicken. <laughs> it flips like a coin, and you just either ends heads up or tails. It flips yeah. like the puck when you watched the slow mo yes. replay of Connor beating Bennington in OT. Yep. Awesome. That thing is spinning quick. Awesome. Did you guys hear that NFL draft prospect who was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to say for hot and cold performers. I did oh, hear what you were talking about though. Yes. I did not. So I like, look forward to that. You tease you. Wasn't sure. that a question that we were asked in the asked idiots segment a couple of weeks ago about uh, being able to land a plane? Is that not asked idiots? Oh yeah, it was. Oh no, that was just a social. I thought it was a social clip when oh. the answer is still yes, I could do it. Thank there you. you. See, yeah, I, I think I whatever the Oilers do this deadline, <laughs> it has to involve some form of defensive improvement whether that's within your forward group or on the blue line, they have to get better as a defensive group as a whole by the time March 9th comes around. That needs to be an improvement. And if that means going in two sentiments to play on the third and fourth line to kind of bolster things in your bottom six and you don't address the blue line, I think that's fine. But if it means going out and getting whoever it may be. To the fact the they're line. still playing Yanmark on the second line makes me think they're going, that's the, that's what they want to do. You could if they if they figured, hey, listen, that second line right winger is going to be, you know, like third on the shopping list. Then I think you're going to be seeing guys 
who like the Holloways of the world or McLeod or, you know, or Fogel are going to be playing there instead. But I think because they keep having just a, a, a plug and play player there, I think that's what they want to. That's why I almost think Adam Henrique should be the best option for them because he could play second line center. And then that allows you to move Nuge to the wing or have Fogel on that wing and Kane down the lineup to, or something. They could also move him to the wing if they really wanted. Henry. Henry. Yeah. He yeah. plays first line wing for Anaheim. It's the nice part about having centermen is they can do the. Oh. Yeah. That's why Henry's my answer. He gives you so much flexibility. Like if you wanted to load up 97, 29 and 18 and you go at Adam Henrique, like a second line that is Henrique, Nuge and Kane actually sounds like it could do some good stuff for you. The only thing is, I think you would still need a bottom six winger at some point to give yourself a little well, bit more scoring touchdown there. I would agree. And is it fair to say if Henrique was traded, it would be pretty similar to what Tanev just got traded for? Probably. Probably not too much, Second right? Second round pick and then something for the money. Yeah. Well, I actually think it might be a little bit less just because right-handed defensemen are fewer and far between. Henrique's a little bit more money as well, though. Yeah. So the retention's more expensive. So I think it's almost two million more. Yeah. So I oh, mean, yeah, I he's agree. What, five. He's five eight five. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. But Oof. if you get all, all the way down, the others can add him. Five eight. Huh? Extra year, make yeah. it work. Come on. Who Sec- wants to retain for two years? So like a second and two Leo to the Ducks and a third round pick to a team to keep some money. Done. Yeah. Oh, that was for Henrik. You thought it was for Bucinevich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do that Bucinevich, for Bucinevich what was too. the mo- We had a mock trade today that I was like, that makes sense. I think it was first Broberg, Borgo, and a second for Bucinevich. He's also 50% retained. And you get him, and St. Louis agrees to keep half his money, Wait, so you can afford him this year. I try and find a way of doing that without adding Broberg in there. I, uh, probably sticking point. I think that's the others are not trading Broberg unless they get a deal, a player like Bucinevich. Term. Yeah, is one year enough? Yeah. Enough term, yeah, because then you get a year to also audition your franchise, find, out, find your next Broberg, if you will. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Henrik, I just, yeah, it gives you the most flexibility. I'm just looking for Frank's new list. It's crazy that Sean Walker's number two. How are we here? It is a <laughs> grim trade class. Should I read the top five? Sure. Okay, so obviously Hannafin's still at the top. Half the fl- isn't it half the Flames? Well, they're all traded now. Uh, Sean Walker's number two. Then number three is Riley Smith from Pittsburgh. Then number four is Gensel from Pittsburgh. Number five is Adam Hemrick. Eight two five eight two five is his cap hit. See, sixteen goals, thirty eight points, fifty seven games for the thirty four year old. And that's where I would push back on you a little bit, Tyler. Where I just think that there might be a team that in the next nine days, a couple teams that just realize and recognize the ability to get some assets out of their players versus that drive. But I just cup. think even on nine those days teams, is too many, though. I think on those teams, I don't know who's even <laughs> good. What, Isn't that your job? Sorry. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a fair yeah. sentiment. Um, <laughs> you know the good players in the league? Tyler doesn't want to do his job. Today. No, no, but I just mean, like, <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, I like, like I mean. know who the players are, but like, okay, Dan, give me an example of one of those teams. No, okay. I won't. I, I, I got to bring up the standings while I'm. Uh, like one of the bad news. teams? One of the teams who the, like maybe is isn't selling right now, but could. Kraken. Like, Seattle. Devils. So who on, yeah, the Devils. I mean, the Devils have Toffoli. That's yeah. an interesting one, but She's they apparently the are pushing our The Islanders? Marksham. The Islanders will never. I see, and and the fact that Markstrom is not ever. being Stupidly. moved. Yeah. The fact that Markstrom's not being moved now. Right, Calgary said they're yeah. not moving them. 
Which well, is that not just is that the, the kick in the shin for the devils and fine. Take to fully so, and give us a second. Fine. If, you can have Campbell. If the Islanders <laughs> decide to sell, okay, they're not trading Barzell. They're not trading Horvat. They're not trading Anders Lee. Do you have any interest in Brock Nelson, JG Pajot, Kyle Palmieri, or Cal Clutterbuck? Brock Nelson. I modified yeah. no trade clause, 16 team no trade list. Does he's Cal an, Clutterbuck he's an come American. with a time machine? I still I yeah, still Cal would be interested. I'd be interested with eight. That's I, not. Yeah. So who were the other names? Sorry. Palmieri, Clutterbuck, Pajot, Engvall. Pajot would be not. What's Pajot's contract look like? Probably too much. Five million bucks for two more years. Yeah. It's probably not going to work. And like uh, Minnesota, I mean, okay, do they always want like a Patty Maroon reunion? Sure, no. but it's like no one else there. Like they're no, not. The forward training. has to be the forward has to has to be a middle six, and yeah. I don't think Patty is middle six anymore. Do, or you look at an upgrade on on CC, and I don't see a lot of names out there that are upgrades on CC. Matt Lockin brought up a name on our show today, which I was very intrigued by, and I've not looked him up since the show. But he said Vegas Honestly, might the best have, policy. <laughs> Vegas might have interest in Max Pacioretty, whose cap is only two million this year. That would be if you could add that guy to your bottom six or wherever, right? Like, Full no move clause. Son of a gun. Rats. I should have looked him up. Should have looked Look, him up. When it comes to no move clauses, and I understand the Oilers are probably aren't Edmonton wasn't the highest, but this team right now, I would be blown away if somebody that had a no trade said I don't want to go to the Oilers for the rest of this season I'd be blown away he's a free agent at the end of the year what about a retread of Justin Schultz out of Seattle nope I just don't think he's what you need nope Nope. (laughs) only if we play him on the first pairing again though and I want to boo him when he touches the puck (laughs) (laughs) man what a wild end to the Jolts era (laughs) can I I've been thinking about this because Matt Larkin again said it, and I did look this guy up just now. <laughs> this is why he didn't look up the first guy. Mm-hmm. What if the Oilers did go and get a goalie to play behind Skinner? What if they went and got Jake Allen and they got it? I know there's an extra why? year because he's better than Pickard. And yeah, you go into that twice. I like, I like, I trust Skinner a hundred percent. But Larkin brought up like some good points of like he got pulled four times in the two rounds they played last season, New Year and everything. I get it, but like to have that. Extra insurance wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It's not top of my shopping list, but if you kind of get down to the wire and it's like, we got some cap space, we got a few assets left because we missed out on some guys. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how many goalies in the league would look good when we are playing bad defensively. No, but I'm not saying we're playing good defensively. Our goaltending is in the top 10 when we're not playing great defensively, then it drops. But I mean, that's almost for sure. Understandable. My point is that Allen is better than Pickett. And if you go to the playoffs and your backup goalie's playing, it's not good. Something obviously went wrong, but to just have that guy in there that's like, okay, like this guy's going in, we can have some trust in him to try and get us out of this game. And I trust Pickett too. I just, again, I Allen's would take Lindgren over Allen. Yeah, but I, okay, sure. But just the upgrade of adding another goalie, I think starting to creep into my mind a little bit. I, I just, I, I'm not there. I, I guess. Unless they're my, taking back Campbell, I really don't see the point. My thought is, is that, yeah, like, this team, if you if you don't have Stuart Skinner as your goalie in the playoffs at this point, we're probably fucked at that point anyways. So like, like bringing in Jake Allen doesn't necessarily, like to me, Jake Allen isn't a step up from Skinner. So if the team isn't good enough in front of Skinner, how are they going to be good in front of Allen? And I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, it is just, we're going to be putting Pickard out there. So why not have Jake Allen out there instead? But again, like to me, it's the team has to be fixed in front of them first. Before we ever get to a backup option. I agree. 
I just think we also ran through the defensemen and everyone's like, oh, I don't know if that guy's really what we want or this guy or that so maybe guy. Maybe they'll just go all in adding forwards. Maybe I'm they will. About. And maybe they that's do. Probably I, what just, they do. I just think if they get to a point and like Alan was to come in, I wouldn't be like, oh, that sucked. Our D has proven they can get through it, but they need to play a five man system in their own zone. Our defense? Yes. CC we went 12 was, games. CC was bad in the playoffs last I year. Don't yeah, we're not you... talking about last year's playoffs. So I'm talking about like this season. Again, I get what you're, ta- what, what you're saying there. Um, but like even that in that 16 game stretch here when we went 12 games or whatever it was only allowing two goals. If the team plays mm-hmm. well, and there's no reason that the team can't play like that all the time. There was not a lot of like extra luck in there. There was they played solid. There was whatever how many games we went through where it's like two or three shots in the last 10 minutes of the third period. The, if you play that type of hockey, yeah. this sixth defense that we have right now are good enough. Just I, because the whole team, the team as a whole is good enough. I completely agree. I just like up to the guys with the skates on their feet to go out there and play like that. I agree with you, Rick. I just, I guess I haven't seen this team yet. Like I feel like that about this team, but I haven't seen them yet. Just turn it on, on a dime since that 16 win streak. The for 50 minutes of the, of the St. Louis game, they, yeah, they, they played, well they were for sure. by far the better team, but they started terribly, but that's, and that's the thing is it's just like, there's no, there's ne- there hasn't been since that 16 game streak. And I guess the eight game streak before that, there hasn't been that consistent effort from them where it's not just the entire game. You don't question it. They're the best team on the ice. Remember so when they won 16 in a row? That was wild. Does anybody, <laughs> I think it'll still get another five to six game streak too. Shout out to the coyotes for not winning a game in February after we didn't <laughs> lose a game in January. Does anybody think the others are going to do nothing? No, no, I don't think they can. You and also I, I think, Ken Holland has proven that he will not do nothing. Like he's last few years, he's he's made a move every year. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I'm not nervous either. Like I'm I'm sitting back here going, and I know it's not the popular thing to say, but like having Is anybody feeling nervous, having faith in this management team. Like I think they will take this team and add something to it that is necessary that we need. I, I'm not nervous because nobody's done much, right? Like, no, Except like Vancouver. Vancouver, but they've progressively just done it like throughout the year, which I've not liked by any means, but then it's only Dallas and everybody else has kind of sat there and it feels like everyone's just waiting for these sellers to be like, you know what? Maybe we don't want a first round pick for Sean Walker. You know what I mean? I think we, I really think the that's always how it goes though. Like the closer yeah. we get that price going to come down. Well, ha- and I think with the limited money, everybody has too. Well, and you, you, know? you laid it out there too, Liam. And I think you're going to see a Vegas make a move. And then everything else after that will just kind of fall into place. Vegas is the benchmark in the West. The Leafs, I guess, are the benchmark yeah. in the East as to, to the movement around. So yeah, yeah, but the Leafs made like what, six or seven moves last year and it did shit for them. Yep. But they, but they stir the quality, pot. not quantity. They stir are the there, pot for everybody else. Though. Are there any teams you guys are waiting for to just like officially, like you're, you're not a contender or even a playoff team. Like, figure it out to Foley and the devils. I'm afraid that the Kings are going to go and figure out goaltending situation here. They did. They got David Riddich. <laughs> yep. They yep. They're, they're good. They're fine. Uh, Washington for me, just cause like, I like Mantha. I like Dowd. I don't hate Edmondson. I'm intrigued by Lindgren. I like Beck Malenstein. Like there's just so many pieces there that I'm like, man, if they go full fire sale and give the Oilers two or three of them, how about, uh, how about on the West? Cause you've got Calgary, St. Louis, Seattle, and Minnesota is a point back that are all Calgary's already points out of Calgary's already proven. They're not giving us anything yes. for, for we'll market value or whatever. So it's um, not, a, that's not Seattle a for me is like, if it got to deadline day and apparently they're talking to Everly about an extension, but 
if that was one of those things where they like, come deadline day, they're like, hey, we're just we're far apart ebbs. We'll do right by the player. Like, do you want to go to Edmonton? We'll make it work. And that'll be that'll be Edmonton having to go, you know, plan A, plan B, plan C is out the window there. Because I don't think Ebbs is going to be in the top three. No, but I'm just saying, like, again, if Edmonton gets a call from Ron Francis an hour before the deadline, he's like, hey, couldn't get the extension done with Eberle. Find a team to take 25% of them. Give us a third. Do whatever you need to do with that third team. You're going to get Eberle for a couple of mid-round picks. Maybe that's like a team I'm keeping an eye on to see how it plays out. I don't think there's anyone else in Seattle that I really, I got, obviously I would love an Adam Larson, but again, that's, that's just a whole, that's, that's a bigger conversation I have to have. Like, I don't think there's anyone else out of Everly I even like on Seattle. Thomas Tatar wouldn't be awful if it was like an extra guy and they retained like he's 150. They got down. 750. I just don't think we need that extra guy. We need a guy who's going to like stand out. We need a guy who's going to play in the top six. Hopefully top yeah. six, that right winger, middle six at worst. And then if it's the defenseman, then it needs to be the CC upgrade, in which case you're going to be playing big minutes. I want to go back to the Chris Tanev trade here before we move on to who delivered for our friends at DoorDash. It seems like it <laughs> seems like the Oilers made a play on Chris Tanev. But old Craigie Conroy didn't want to send him north. Yeah, so Pierre Lebrun said he had heard a team had offered the Flames a first-round pick for Tanev, but they would have had to take back a veteran player with some terms. And I quote, I don't know for sure which team it was that offered the first-round pick to Calgary with a player attached to it, but two teams that make sense are Edmonton offering its first for Tanev as long as Calgary took Cody Ceci and Colorado offering their first but wanting the Flames to take back Ryan Johansson. Regardless of which team it was, I'm confident in saying there was no standalone one one for one first round pick offer to Calgary for Tanev. Mm-hmm. Although CC, like Liam and I talked about this on Owen every day, if you're Conroy, if Edmonton offered you the first in CC, you do it, and then at next year's deadline, you, you keep fifty percent, and you probably get a third for CC if Labushkin is going out and getting a third. So like that's why it didn't make sense. Yeah. To me. This it's feels just like, like Calgary you don't could, want to trade with Edmonton. It feels like Calgary could have gotten a first and a third for Tanev if they wanted to. They would have just had to trade with Edmonton and be a little patient. Or even just try to retain on CC and flip them right away. Yeah, you probably actually would have gotten a decent amount for that. You know? I don't know. Any Anybody hurt that we didn't spend a first and CC to get Tanev, if that is the case? First is a lot, but I love Tanev. You can't be hurt, though, because yeah. we offered it. Like, yeah, so we are willing yeah, to pay uh, it. It's just no, the other team wasn't willing to accept it. So at that point, you're just, anything more than that would have been an overpayment. And I don't want to overpay. So I would have been okay with that trade. And I'm also okay with that not happening. And that's another thing too. Like that trade came out and everyone was like, oh, why didn't Ken Holland make this trade? Like they were in on TANF pretty much the entire time. It literally came down to Calgary accepting the bid. Like Holland did his job. They just mm-hmm. didn't get the guy. That's can't all you give can. him credit for doing the job if he doesn't get the job done. But that's, I mean, that's, I think as an Oilers fan, that's the ask that you have is that, that the Oilers are just in the mix to try and upgrade. And I mean, sometimes the deals just don't go your way. There's 31 other teams. Dan, I'd like to read this next part verbatim. Do it. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and use the promo code NATION25. Don't forget, 
code H25 for 25% off your first order of DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms do apply. It's Friday. You've worked enough. Order yourself something. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Our friends at DoorDash. Gentlemen, the last podcast was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. A couple of days have passed. We've had a win in there. I want to know who delivered for our friends at DoorDash. Coming right in the middle. Tyler, you're Chuck. You're up first. Boom. Easy one. Zach Hyman. Two goals. He's up to 40 on the season now. Woo. That is bananas. Five and a half million dollars for a 40 goal scorer. Mm. Soon to be a 50, potentially a 55. Who knows how hot he stays? Eight goals in his last six games. How can you not say Zachary Martin Hyman has delivered? Love He's that. scoring so much. They have like the little animations on the scoreboard at Oilers games mm. for when different players. So like they have a dry set of one, a Captain Connor one. Remember last year they had Yamamoto had yams and Puliarvi or whatever. They now had to make two for Zach Hyman because he's scoring so much. He has different ones that they rotate. That's lovely. Jumping to the end of the row. Nation Dan, you're up for our friends at DoorDash. Who delivered for you? Well, I mean, you got to just give it to the goalie and go with Stu uh, shutting the door on the Blues, winning the game. I don't, I don't know. There's nothing more you can ask there. It's interesting because if you watch Twitter, we're not the mellowest bunch on Twitter. Uh-uh. Weird. Oilers are down by two goals less than five minutes into the game, and everyone is angry. Did you? I did too. <laughs> Except I got greedy. I bet the comeback on a puck line. Oh, no, I just did money line. <laughs> yeah, I got greedy. Oh, um, we'll talk about bets in a minute, but we are going to talk about bets because we got a new friend to welcome to the show. Mm. Stuart Skinner. Shut the door, like Dan said. The last 55 minutes of the game, he was perfect. And they needed him. It's not like he had an easy night either. That blocker save was ridiculous. There was a couple of saves that, that were ridiculous. Was it a two, almost a two on O2, sort of a two on one, half of one? And yeah. the, I think it was the third period, probably. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Liam Horbin, coming to you for our friends at DoorDash. Who delivered for you? Connor McDavid delivered with his first goal in 10 games. Overtime winner. There was a few times throughout the game where I thought he took his. His comments about being the passer a little bit too far. Probably could have. I felt like he was trolling at that point. Yeah, there was one like, ah, I probably should have shot that one instead of passing it to really far wide. But he won the game for us and he was, what do you get? Two assists? Two assists. Paid my Six rent this straight month. game. <laughs> You're telling me. Six insane. straight games. <laughs> Save the betting talk. <laughs> Connor McDavid, too. I also want to give him an honorary deliverer for just having fun with the whole thing. Like in the post game and they go, mm. Hey Connor, you actually scored a goal. He goes, well, fuck, there's nobody to pass to. <laughs> I like how he goes, I was looking for Himes, but he quit on the play. <laughs> well, he was talking about uh, giving the puck to uh, echo too. He's like, yeah, I felt bad. Cause I just tried to give him, the- he just wanted to get off the ice. And everyone's getting like antsy at that point. Cause there was like the puck would echo. Echo was like, I don't want it. Like someone else take that. I'm trying to get off the ice. My favorite part about that goal was that Ryan Nugent Hopkins got the second assist on that. And he was already on the bench for a solid minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> By the time the puck went in, I loved it. Uh, Rick, who delivered for you? Well, seeing as how it is your 10 year anniversary, I'll leave you the, the one that you want. Thank you. The layup. So well, I'm going to, I'm going to take Boosh. Um, he has his ups and downs. You know, he has some, some plays that in his own end aren't great, but, and I know people hate Ryan Rashog for asking the question, but he asked at Comio, like, does he get down? I mean, he doesn't get down on himself. He's very even keel and a player like that needs to keep his, keep his uh, emotions un- uh, under control because you know what he can still do at the end of the game. So, you know, he makes a mistake here and there early in the game and he comes out and he's big part of, of, of how we win games. So it's, it's goes back to Bush. I am going to take it because it was great and it was fun 
And it was so much fun to watch. I've watched the replay a thousand times for DoorDash. Who delivered for me is Ryan Nugent Hopkins on one of the greatest back checks I've ever seen. I don't know what Robert Thomas was doing and why he stopped skating and he felt like he needed a minute to admire his work. He felt like he probably had enough time to make a sandwich. Nugent didn't care. Came flying back past two of his teammates. You see him shoot his head back after? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And then he also slammed his stick on the bench good. when he got back there. Deserves it. And Stuart Skinner with the stick taps while the play's going on. Oh, I'd yeah. love to see that. Stu was fired up. Was anybody there? Were you there? Yeah, I was there. Building good buzzing or what? Oh, my God. The crowd went. It was like as loud as when they scored. I just, I had a good view of like when the Oilers did whatever the hell happened at the blue line. I was like, God damn. Oh, my God. Is Robert Thomas of all players? And then just knew just flash out of nowhere. Bang. And the crowd goes nuts. Ryan Agent Hopkins, you delivered for me, pal. That was a great, great moment. The only thing that would have been better is if he somehow wheeled it around and scored. I thought they were coming back to score. That would have been sick. Right, because I think that we were shorthanded there, right? With like, yeah, well over a minute left. Yeah, I think I thought the way he, you know, he picked it up and and turned around. I was like, oh, we're scoring right here. So Ryan Nugent Hopkins, good for you, pal. Good for you. Did he get? Did he must have won an award that game? Did he get the? Yeah, he got the plunger. He got the plunger. Yeah, he deserved the plunger for that one play. What is the plunger for? The greasy guy or whatever? <laughs> Just hard worker, not on the score sheet, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. But he was. Two assists. Good yeah. for you, Apple tree this year. Uh-huh. A couple more goals would be nice, but he's an apple tree right now. Uh, before we get on to a brand new segment with our friends at Bet99. New friends, Liam. Mm. We love meeting new friends. Always welcome. Tyler, do you have the notes for Bet99 handy in front of you? Because I'm just going to run through a couple of things here while we pull that up. Big weekend of games for the Oilers. They've got the Kraken tomorrow. You've got Pittsburgh on Sunday. We've got brunch for Ben coming up tomorrow at Greta downtown. So we're going to be celebrating, raising a little bit of money for the Ben Stelter Foundation. It's going to be a great day. Oilers looking for the season sweep over the Kraken. And I say they get there. God damn it. I agree. Kraken has had no answer for us. Half their team are former Oilers and they want to see us succeed. Yes, they do. Sunday going up against Sid. I always love watching Connor against Sid. It's fun. Crosby's having a good year. Should be a good game. Pens kind of suck for some reason. Yeah. It is what it is. Enjoy Eric Carlson. Let's talk about these games from a betting perspective. Brought to it. you by Bet99. Number one online gaming experience in Canada, according to Ledger. Built by Canadians and for Canadians. You can elevate your experience by heading over to Bet99 and experiencing their same game parlays, player props, and flash bet markets, as well as top tier customer service. And they, list, they listed some of their partners one of which is our boy, George LaRock. So anyways, happy to have them on board with the podcast. I know, Liam, you just said Connor McDavid, two plus assists. You have been rolling in it with that bad Have boy. you just been rolling them over? I wish, but I've increased the units a couple of times. And, a couple uh, of units here and there? It's been nice. Because what do you get those odds at, generally? Uh, yesterday, uh, the other day was the lowest I got them. Was plus one eighty five. The highest Ooh, I've got them nice. is for two plus, assists at plus one eighty five. The highest wow. I got them is plus two sixty five. That's real nice. That was a nice one. That yeah. is real, real nice. Mm. You think I'll do it again? You yes. bet your bottom dollar. I'm doing it tomorrow. You know what? I think you should. I'm looking at Bet Nine Nine on their futures board, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Do you know that our beloved Edmonton Oilers are favorited to win the Stanley Cup? Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one on the list, Tyler. That actually is pretty wild. And I'm a guy who Vegas isn't even in the top 10. Well, that's what I mean. Like I'm a guy who's I'm a homer. Don't get me wrong. 
But from a betting perspective, wagering on the Oilers to win the cup right now doesn't make any sense. Like, what, where's Dallas on that board? Behind plus us, obviously. 975. Yeah, plus 975. Oilers are plus 750. That's interesting. Feels like a lot of betters probably jumped on board hoping for the St. Louis Blues effect yeah. uh, where they tried to get the odds once they had dropped down after the losing streak and such. And I no, think we've been, that, we've been, those odds have been relatively the same for quite some time now. It's crazy. But I think that that's, yeah, I mean, that tells you right there that the public has still got faith in the Oilers, even if the results weren't necessarily showing it. Uh, let me give you. My <laughs> they also got some fun ones on here, by the way. If you should go play in their futures, there's worst regular season record you can bet on. I Ooh, love that. How big a favorite? <laughs> Sharks favorites there or Hawks? Columbus is plus 20,000. <laughs> well, how many? If you can points? bet on plus 20,000. You got to do it. How many points? Up are they on the last place? Oh, uh, they're 13 points up on the Hawks. Oh, so, I didn't know the gap was that big. So the Hawks are on. the favorites at minus 160. Then the Sharks at plus 125. Then the Ducks at plus 2,900. <laughs> then the Columbus Blue Jackets at plus 20,000. <laughs> if there's a team if there's a team that could fail and fail hard, it's the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, but then like the Hawks have to kind of yeah, win. I'm just saying. Ride and the Sharks Bedard, have to win. Ride that Bedard wave. I right like up. the Sharks in that one. Oh, yeah. Also, for this weekend for the Oilers, obviously odds aren't up yet, but Sunday, sit in the building, Pickard starting. It's an overnight at Rogers Place, overnight. You think, Sid, uh, he's, Calvin Pickard's going to start on against the Penguins instead of Kraken? Knobloch confirmed yes. it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Stu plays Surprises tomorrow. And me. Pickard plays. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Beat your division. Hmm. Hopefully beat the Penguins. Yeah, just get the two points, keep the winning streak at three, roll the dice on home ice. I don't hate that approach. I just thought it'd be the other way. <laughs> Nobody asked my opinion. Double Shit. down on the quote unquote easier team. I suppose so. Yeah. You got to win tomorrow then. Got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That puts some pressure on you for tomorrow. Got to win tomorrow. Sneaky picks going up against Sid on a heater too. Woo. Mama. Got it. So then I guess the play for me on Sunday will be over six and a half or there's money line. Oilers beat the Pens. Pens play the night before in Calgary and Mika Kippersoff retirement night as well. Mm. I'll be riding Crosby over one and a half points for that bad boy. There you go. I got a buddy who's a Penguins fan. He's going down to Calgary. He's going to watch both games this weekend. And he was like bitching me. He's like, oh my God, the tickets in Calgary are more expensive than the tickets in Edmonton. Like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, man, that's actually really weird. And like two days went by. I'm like, oh, dude, it's because you're going on Mika Kippersoff retirement uh, night. Like, yes. obviously, oh, tickets yeah. are going to be expensive. On you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say that I'm glad Mika Kippersoff retired. I oh, was my. tired of him by the time he was gone. What was the speculation that he wouldn't show up? What was that about? Just because he like never does media, never does public events. It was just. And he pulled a I can of it. beer out of the water. Do you really? Yeah. That's, what, that's the first somewhere. thing I saw of him in a long, long time. And I'm with you, Bag Milk. Why that's why I always it, keep beers in the back of my toilet. There you go. Always ready to go. Why did it take so long to retire his jersey? Dude's been out for at least 10 years. I think. Right? Well, the, no? Are the yes? Flames are the Flames a team that have a lot of retired jerseys? Don't they just have Lanny? Well, they didn't hardly have anything before that, but they had, Iggy should Iggy be in. Gala. Is he up there already? He's, He's got to be. I would oh, yeah. I guess so. they, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I did. I, I think I they did Conroy. That. I covered that. So they've already doing like that era. Era. They Whether you go, you go Donald, Vern, Mike Vernon, Gerald McGinley, uh, Al McGinnis, and Joe Newendike. Oh, so not Conroy. Not Conroy. Well, 
if you look at their history without looking too deep into it, Kiprasov falls like right next to the line with those guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I won't say you longer. They don't have much. History, well, that's what I mean. So well, be- that's enough flames talk for me. <laughs> it's not like the Canucks where they retired a bunch of numbers and the guys did nothing for them. At least some of those players did something for them. They retired Messi's number. Should have. <laughs> Hit him with. Ooh. Best player ever to put on the Canucks jersey. Mark Messier. It is true. It is true. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of questions for Ask the Idiots here, fellas. Do you have your cap on? It's very important, Tyler. Very hard. And it is brought to you by our friends at the Snow Valley Aerial Park. It's opening up on May 31st. Family fun all summer long. Attractions include the Aerial Tower, the White Mud Creek Mining Company, Target Golf, and an all new mini golf course BM. We're going to have to go test drive that bad boy. You're going to have to. We, you just got to. Whenever a new mini golf course opens up, you need to test it out. They also have the Rainbow Valley Campground. Tons of stuff going on this spring and summer over at Snow Valley. And, of course, still a little bit of time to get some skiing in out at Snow Valley. But they are your winter, spring, summer, fall, every season. They have things going on and can keep you entertained in the city. I did the aerial park once. It's spooky, but fun. I've done it as well. Freaked the shit out of me. But I want to go. It was back. Fun. I'm so yeah. excited to hear that there's a mini golf course opening up. It's been so long since a new mini golf course hit our city. Well, yeah, I don't know if you know this, Dan, but at Tiger Woods mini golf course in uh, Arizona, I got a hole in one. So I'm basically I've a professional golfer. I've heard. America loves their mini golf courses. I ran after the ball and I was shooting at it. <laughs> we also love big their dog, mini golf big courses. Dog. That was a lot of fun. That was great. I'm very excited for that. Or I, I was love very mini excited golf. for that. And it came through. <laughs> Ask the idiots. Tyler, I'm starting with you. Yep. You're our first idiot. Mm. How many trades do you think the Oilers will make before the deadline and at what positions? Two trades, but they will get three players, two forwards and a D-man. Rick, how many trades? What's the breakdown on players? Two trades that we're bringing in, one forward, one defenseman. Mr. Horbin? I will say three, and I think one of them will be some kind of like cap dump. Three trades? Yes. What else the you got? Dump it for cap. Uh... I think I'll get two forwards and a defenseman. Nation Dan. I was going to go with Liam's answer there as well. I think three trades with one of them being a, strictly a money move. I'm going to say two trades, two forwards and a defenseman. Cody CC gone. Yeah, I think CC would be the casualty. I just think if like, I know it's Calgary, but if they're not accepting Cody CC and a first round pick, I'm just curious how many teams would even want CC. That's what I'm. I think I'm that was more of a Calgary doesn't want to do. Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely part of it too. Especially being like a Craig Conroy, who you know, who is very much involved in the BOA, and I guarantee yeah, you, if I have those feelings where I don't want to deal with the Flames, he's got those feelings where he ain't no want to deal with the oil. Are you saying that my posting Sam Gagne beating up Craig Conroy and tagging him in it might have upset him a little bit? <laughs> if it got to him, yeah, probably it might. It might have. Uh, a Unfortunately, guy, I tag. Yeah, I yeah. tag all of. The so you. When did you post this? Uh, about a week or two ago. So you're the Dan. you're the reason why <laughs> he, we didn't make the deal. I I forgot that this Gagne jumped. Gagne basically jumped him off the face off dot in a Conroy had forgotten all of it. Yep. Forgotten about it. It was in the past. He was Sammy sitting there. He's looking at two trades, one or the other, one or the other. And then bang, somebody sent him that. And he's like, okay, boilers are out. Liam, start with you. All right. Scored the game winner last uh, in the last game. But is anyone concerned about McDavid's goal totals being roughly half of where they were last year? I'm not 
concerned about anything Connor McDavid does. I just wish he would shoot the puck more, but I'm not concerned about it. If he wanted to, he, he would. Rick? 26 points in 11 games, 12 games. Is that it? Something like that. Somebody want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not worried at all. Dan? Uh, no, not worried even just a little bit. Tyler? I am worried. He's not shooting the puck as much as he was last year. This offense is more dangerous when Connor McDavid is shooting the puck like he was last year. When he is a goal scoring threat, it opens up a ton of other options. And I just, I'm really intrigued as to why he's not. Because he wants 100 assists. I think he's lulling him to sleep. And then so the shots are coming in the playoffs. Sure. I just playing possum coming out in the, I think the, in the, in the, in the, the playoffs, playoffs and you're going to see something different. It's the rope of dope. Okay. 100 goals in the playoffs, Tyler. Here's why Tyler's wrong. All the reasons. Go. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think it's a little concerning that, again, a guy who was a 60 goal guy last year will be in the low 30s this year in all likelihood. Not necessarily. He may like I, like push. I said the other day in my three key things article in the post game after he scored the OT winner. Would it be surprising if he goes on some kind of Hyman like run where he has like four or five games in a row with goals? Not to me. No. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he could turn around. I mean, Ovi did it too, right? Ovi went on like an eight game heater and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's scoring at a 35 goal pace. Like it's all solved. So Connor could do the same. That's a good point. I'm going to say no. Um, the points are there. He's got what? 91 so far on the season. Somebody's scoring with him on the ice. And it just happens to be the beneficiary is Zach Hyman. Do you know he's 56 points away from a thousand? No, he doesn't get to this year. Uh, no, there's only 25 games left. Yeah, 60 points in 25 games would be a lot. Whew. Man, he's I'd been love doing to it. watch that. He's actually been doing that in another 16 <laughs> playoff games, though. I'd love to see it. I'm not betting against him, I'll tell you that much. It'd be great, though, next season if, like, the game two of the year, it's a thousand points for Connor. All yeah, nice right. early season headline. Yeah, come on. I don't know. I think you might get it. I, I'd love to ride with you on it. If there was a way that we could bet on it, I would love to oh, ride I'll bet on, on it. Right now. You find me the bet, I'll bet on it. Bet 9-9, come on. What we need is just somebody in the media to ask him the question. How how how, how close are you going to be uh, to getting to a thousand points? Yeah, just there? every game, too, and then you exactly. just see, like, the, the redness the in his face come rolling in. I can just see it. I don't know. It's hard to think that he wouldn't for me. I could see it too, is the thing. Is I, I would never bet against him either way. Yeah, he puts up like 22 points in four games or something like that. Just yeah. a couple of five-point nights. Five no games. Casual, no big deal. We've seen him get so many five-point nights over the course of his career. It's just like they're almost not surprising anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, seeing a five-point game when I was younger. Like, if you told me in a weather was going to get five points in a game in the 90s, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I remember talking about how great the eight-point night from Sam Gagne was. Like, I said it was the, one of the greatest offensive outputs I think we'll ever see in our history. And, and I don't think it's untrue to this nope. day. Mainstream. It's unreal. Sammy. Last question, Tyler. This is very important. Are you ready? Yeah. You can only have one type of sandwich for the rest of your life. What kind of sandwich is it? That's a good question. One type of sandwich for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. You got to think about your, your condiments. You got to think about what's the, in the middle. Yeah, I got yeah. my answer locked in. <laughs> okay. You guys might laugh at this one. Oh, no. Ham. But I, <laughs> ham, no bread. <laughs> But I think it's because like, I just, I really enjoy them and I would miss these the most. Anything with meat in it, like I could just have a chunk of ham if I wanted to. And it's like, that's not bad. I could have a lot of a meatball instead of a meatball Where sub. That's good. With this? I think my answer is peanut butter and jam. Oh, the classic oh. PB&J. I just feel like that's one where like it's versatile, lunch or breakfast, quick, solid, Dinner. quick. And like, if I'm not eating it in those, 
in this context, I would never have peanut butter or jam ever again. So I don't want to give those up. My answer. I don't mind it. It's classic PB and J. Alan, thoughts on Tyler's answer? Of course, you're excited. Liam, you're up. Uh, Italian BMT on a herb and cheese footlong sub with garlic, aioli, mayonnaise, um, lettuce, cucumber, and a little bit of a little bit of salt and pepper sprinkled on. Extra mayo, sorry. Got a season. That's your only sandwich you can have for the rest of your life. It would, that yeah, because every single time I have it, I'm like, this is amazing. And the <laughs> artist the sandwiches, and they're never getting better than this. <laughs> the artist knows best. The artist does know best. hundred years from now, we'll look back <laughs> as that being the sandwich. That was the peak of civilization. <laughs> Dan, you're up. What sandwich this? are you getting? I think I would go with like a Philly cheesesteak oh, as, as my forever. I'm not going to maintain my 240 pounds ever but yeah philly <laughs> cheesesteak is my option rick what's the sandwich liam was really close so if you want to like nail it down to that <laughs> that specific i'm i'm down with there i've All got right, a gonna, couple of toppings i gotta too. fix otherwise i'm going with an italian deli meat sandwich oh yes whether it be you know the bmt there where you go into the italian center and getting that sandwich something like an italian sandwich that's what you want i want a nice thinly cut turkey breast like the deli meat, mm-hmm. Italian herb and cheese, yep. non-toasted. Non-toasted. Oh, mine is toasted, by the way, no, with no, no double toast. cheddar. They got the Jesus they got the spicy Christ. jack now. You walk into a subway, spicy jack. Like, Fuck, yeah. <laughs> and you walk into a subway and order a PB and J, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I would. So it's my turkey breast. I've got I've got mustard. I've got mayo. I've got a little bit of the sub sauce. Oh yeah, right. Salt and pepper. Yeah, yeah. all the veggies. Really? Free salad bar, essentially, on my sandwich. <laughs> double the meat. Go lay, lay off the, some of the veggies. I'm going to double the meat, too. I, I have one in my sandwich. vehicle right now, by the way. You stay right there. <laughs> I'll there stop by on the way. It's the ideal sandwich. If I go into the Subway, that is the sandwich I get every time and I have for probably 20 years. Yeah, I've, oh, yeah, I, I've been the BMT guy for... I've not changed my auto fed. Can we so talk about how it's $18 now? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, when we were going to high school, that was the cheap spot for lunch. When we were in high school, eighteen dollars got you three subs. Yeah. When I go, if I'm like Amber, Subway for dinner night, grab it on the way home. It's thirty seven dollars for the two of us yeah, of to course. get sandwiches. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Do you get the you you get get beverages and beverages and chips? We get one combo. We share a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> you know what, you guys, you do well for yourself, Tal. You get your own we drink. Share a drink. Ouch. You both are full-time employees <laughs> of your carbonated companies. beverages. <laughs> you can get a G2. The G2s are there. They have the uh, nice some juice. Jus some d'orange. <laughs> Jus de pont. Yeah, nice little apple juice. It's delightful. What's your side, though? You get a cookie or you get some cookies. chips? Cookies. Got to go with cookies. I wonder what's... I do the spicy dill pickle, uh, Miss Vicky's. Because then Amber and I can share one cookie each. (laughs) (laughs) We're on rations. (laughs) Come on, Subway. It's tough. Tyler's having to share his fucking cookies now. (laughs) It's a principal thing. I can't let a Subway order go over $40 or two of us. That's insane. It is. It's Draw the line somewhere. It's not. (laughs) Granted, I had bacon. Anyways. (laughs) Well, you got it. We got it. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back for a newly revamped Kennedy's Quote game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We are back. We're not back. We're back. <laughs> I was waiting for Liam to point to me. We are back. It's Kennedy's quote game. Got to tell you about Greta. Whether it's pre or post game, Greta is a spot for you. Grab, go ahead and grab some food, grab a drink, play some vids, or join us tomorrow down at Greta. It is brunch for Ben Day. A few tickets still available. Nationgear.ca if you want to join us. Raising some money for the Ben Stelter Foundation it is going to be a very, very great, great day at Greta, just like they always are. Kennedy? Hello. Alrighty, so this is an updated version of Kennedy's Quote Game. This was actually pitched to me from, I keep calling him Other Jay, but it's Jay from New Hampshire who was on Nation Vacation with us in AZ. He pitched me the idea of doing that's what he said. So I pulled quotes that sound vaguely kind of like something else. So Mm. have a chuckle or two. There is a prize at the end of the game as well for the boys here. So let's get into it. Quote number one. The overwork hella buck. It's kind of their thing. What? They what will you, overwork hella buck. Overwork hella buck. That's kind, kind of their, their thing. thing. And I have to just guess who said it. Yes. Similar it's to the, the other thing game. Is just- <laughs> it's going to have a delicious tone to it. Okay. That's a good way to put it down. Okay. Number two. <laughs> anyway, it seems like it's coming around now. So fun. Mm. Okay. Number three. He was on his one knee and choked down on a stick. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the desired reaction out of Liam. That's good. That's good. That's, that's what I, I wanted. I, uh, I, okay. They're harder now, aren't they? Yeah, there's another quote for you. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Keep saying that stuff. Number four, you can just go hack him. You can just go hack him balls in town if you want. <laughs> you can just go. I don't know what. Okay. What? Wow. Number five, just put a couple extra bodies out there. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> oh, just, and number just, six, do you wash your hands after you piss on them? Well, mm. there's only one man in this room that loves a good piss joke as much as the next. There's one man. I have zero confidence in myself today. I have zero confidence so in any of So let's, these. Uh, yeah. All right. Alrighty, boys. Let's start with number one. The overwork hella buck is kind of their thing. BM, who'd you start? You put. Tyler. 
I said Dan. I said Tyler. I said Liam. I have Dan. Here's the quote. Yeah, it's the Oilers spot in the playoffs is solidified. You're playing for seeding. The last thing you want to do if you're Edmonton is have an overworked goalie going into the playoffs. Winnipeg needs to get in, so they'll overwork Hellebuck. It's kind of their thing. It's their bit. Dan, I was talking a lot about Hellebuck last year. I was feeling confident in that one. I feel good about that one too, by the way. All right, number two. Anyway, it seems like it's coming around now. I picked Dan. Pure guess. I said Rick. I said Rick. I said Dan. I have Tyler. Complaints about the ice that we had heard about. Yep. Lucic bitched about it yeah, a lot. I remember that. I heard yep, Cassian wasn't happy about it either. Yeah. But anyways, seems like it's coming around now. Boom. You love to see it. I got one. Maybe. Noise. Oh shit. Alrighty. Three. He was on his one knee and choked down on a stick. Pure guess, Rick. I said Liam. I said BM. Rick. I have BM. I'm going zero on this one. I like the other. Leon probably just. This is great for me. Leon probably just doesn't want that one to count. And then in OT, he does what he does. He was, it was on his one knee, right? And he, yeah, like, one knee he choked down on the stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bang. Two for three. Are you three for three bag milk? Shit. That's oh. going to be a problem. The one week I'm doing good. <laughs> gang, gang. Alrighty. Uh, Number four. You can just go hack him balls in town if you want. That's so stupid. It has to be me. I said BM. I said BM. I have BM. I said Dan. (laughs) (laughs) The regret on Liam's face. Here's the quote. Watch. Golf course is open May 31st, March. Pushing it then. Yeah, a little bit too much. A little bit. I mean, you could just go hack some balls in town if you want. Boom. BM is four for four. I'm three for four. I'm not. Alrighty. I'm not. Alrighty. And number five, just put a couple extra bodies out there. Mr. Liam Arbin. I said Rick. I said Liam. I said myself. I have Liam. Come on. Put some a winning product on the ice because these guys clearly know how to do it. Like just put an extra couple of bodies out there. You got guys. You, you five for five, yeah. Could it be? Oh my god! A perfect week for the kid. Maybe one more guess. One more to go. Dun, dun, dun. It's the. Alrighty. It's the. The rubber match too, because everybody's been picked once. Alrighty, here's the here's the the double. Do you wash your hands after you piss on them? Who said it? Tyler. I said Tyler. I said BM. I, I feel said like- BM. I think it was BM talking to me. Yeah, me too. Tyler. It could be. Oh could God. be me talking to Tyler. <sighs> here we go. Are ready? Here we go. Here we go. You delicious debate. Do you wash your hands after you piss on them? Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was Liam all along. Did, did not see a piss joke coming out of this mouth. <laughs> I'm using that one on the next one. <laughs> I got three. Two. I got one. I got two. BM cleaned up. Well, uh, enjoy my five for six, everybody. I'm very good at this game. Never in doubt. I did not have anything other than full confidence in myself when we started. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You win a bag of potatoes. So wow. Yeah. <laughs> bag of potatoes for bag milk. <laughs> it's a family Thanks, member. Kennedy. Goodbye. Cousin through marriage bag potatoes. Date night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna air fry those motherfuckers. It's gonna be delicious. Right? You get when you mix potatoes and milk. Milky potatoes. <laughs> mashed potatoes. You gotta put milk in there those mashed go. potatoes. It's true. You know? The onion powder. Some mm-hmm. garlic. I like it. A little bit. Mm. Shiz. Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to wrap up this here podcast. 
hot coal performers. We're going to rip through it. Boys have got to go set up for a very, very big interview. Have you yeah, teased who late. you're talking to or are we not uh, allowed to? A little bit on, on ON every day. Member of the 06 Cup Run team. That's all. A Play number team. of the 06 Cup Run. Dick Tiny Tardstrom. Feet. Huge baguette for you guys. Tiny yeah. feet. Yaro Spacek. Big pull. Ty Conklin. Yep. Tony Samalai. Don't you ever. Are we guessing or? No. Let's just. Too hot and cold performance. It would be so good if Liam didn't know who the guest was and he just had to guess who his own guests are. You know? I get it. Who do we got on hot and cold performance? Oh, Nation Gear. Nation Gear is the place to be. If you go to nationgear.ca, not only can you beautify your torso, which is important, look good, feel good, but also on the website, I want to point you to on the nav bar, we have the Robin Brownlee auction that is now going, raising some money for the Brownleys. Our, our beloved Brownlee passed away in early or uh, mid-January now, and we're raising some money for the family. So the first auction item we have up is a fantastic weekend in Jasper. We've got a two-night stay at the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge, beautiful hotel. You got a pair of two-day lift passes to Marbit Basin. By all accounts, the mountain is in fantastic shape this week, this year. Go to nationgear.ca. Current bid is $600. If you know anything about the Fairmont JPL, that is less than one night in that hotel. You are getting excellent value right now. Nationgear.ca, all the proceeds will be going to the Brownleys. We're going to help them out a little bit. Nationgear.ca, join in on the auction. We're going to have more items coming, but this first one is an excellent one, a weekend in Jasper. As we do every week, we start with our veggies. So I'm going to go find my buttons over here. Nation Dan, I'm starting down at the end of the line with you. You are up your cold performer of the week. This one happened actually over a week ago, uh, but it's going to go out to Nathan Bastion. And it's because uh, one of our friends of the show, uh, Jay Rosehill, was on Department of Discipline podcast talking about it. And I just thought it was a, a great point by him. Uh, go back and you look at Bastion getting hit by Remp and he just crumples like he's been destroyed by this guy and then he's sitting on the ice crying uh rose hill called him out for what it is uh looking like a guy that's waiting for his dad to come pick him up off the ice so nathan bastion you get my cold performer of the week they are just fucking ass right now mr horbin you are up next your cold performer of the week for nation well i mentioned this on tuesday's episode my golf league is has really come against me this week. We need an update on this. So there's been some developments. It's looking like, and I think this is a fair way to do it, but it took us a long way to get there. So this guy toys rotator cuff. He can't play golf. Whatever. Sounds like a him problem. So now it sounds like there's going to be a playoff, but he's injured till the summer. Mm. So the bottom two players will have to play against each other. 18 hole match. Yes. In the summer. Yes. So it looks like there's been some, it's turned around a little bit. I also, I made it out of last, no second last, but I still got time to climb. Um, So just uh, the whole kerfuffle around it. Rules are rules. People live by them. We're a society. Yeah. You can't get around. Can't live in life. Just fucking around. You know, did they eventually agree that bringing in a ringer was bullshit? Yes. Okay. Thank goodness. Of course, it's ridiculous. Absolutely outstanding stuff going on in my league right now. Can't believe it. Does the loser of the uh, the pool, is there a punishment of some kind? Yeah, you have to sit at Denny's for 24 hours and eat pancakes. Yeah. So that was why I was like, no, this is not fair because I am in the running for this thing. Yeah. So I'm fine with the playoff. The guy is injured. There's nothing we can do. So I'll give him his round. Well, we got to decide how we're going to do it. Okay. Tyler, I'm Chuck. You're up next. You're cold for him of the week. 
Texas Tech DB Tyler Owens, who at the NFL Combine said, quote, I don't believe in space. I don't think there's other planets and other stuff like that. He wrapped up the quote by saying, uh, I mean, I don't know. Could be real. Couldn't be. So shout out to him. That's really dumb. Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Fucking space is out there. I don't believe in space. I don't think there's. I wonder if you meant like other planets or like other like versions of Earth where there's living people. Like, are you just saying Mars is not a thing? Mars isn't a thing. Moons, no, no, that's not a. All right, (laughs) we need a long form video between that guy and Ilya Brzgalov. That'd be great. Mm. That would be unreal. Humongous, big. Yep. Yep. Rick, you're up next. Your nation gear, cold performer of the week. We need it because we need the moisture to prevent the fires. But the, the, all this snow right now is getting crazy. I don't mind it, but it's creating a lot of havoc out there on the roads. I'm upset. I like driving in it. I'm just going to tack on to that with my cold performer. Like, people. That's, <laughs> just end it. Just leave it at well, people. I mean, yes. We all have to work together in the winter to get where we're going safely. You fucking jabronis that decide to fly past slow moving traffic because you're a hardo and you think you're going to get where you need to go and not slide all over the place when you get there, when you have to stop. It's ridiculous. Take your time. Give yourself a minute. Stop stressing everybody else out because Mm -hmm. this happens every year when it snows and I don't understand it and it's annoying. No, God. No, God, please. No, 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 no. I watched a car this morning race a bus that was in front of us to try and catch up to it. And he just about ran me off the road when yeah. he almost ran into the snowbank. It's stupid. Insane. It's stupid. Insane stuff. Reversing the order, Rick, you're up next. Your Nation Gear Hot Performer of the Week. Well, this is pretty obvious. It's the Vancouver Canucks. We're going 1-5-1 and one in our last seven. It's allowed us to bring ourselves right back into what I exactly said was going to happen <laughs> and win this divan div- damn division. So, Vancouver, thank you very much. Keep it up. And we'll uh, hope you enjoy your time in Vegas or L.A. in the playoffs. Cash money. Uh, Tyler, you're up next. Your Nation Gear Hot Performer of the Week. I know I said I didn't want to talk anymore about the Flames, but this is a pretty cool story. Uh, Mika, Mika Kippersoft's jersey retirement is tomorrow night. And if you remember back to the 2004 playoff run, there was that mini Kipper kid. Remember him? He'd send the crowd the Kippersoft gear. So his name is Brendan Peters, and he now paints goalie masks for a living. <coughs> and he got to present Mika Kippersoft with a hand painted goalie mask. The fact they're, bo- they're both not in their equipment doing their thing is a little upsetting. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But anyways, I thought that was a cool story. So shout out to Brendan Peters, mini Kipper, who got to live out a pretty cool dream today. He's a hot guy. And as Rick pointed out, they lost. They, they lost. Lose. And that goal was never in the net. <laughs> Sorry, Martin Jelena. You mean that <laughs> shot? Yeah, that's what I meant. The, the puck. puck was not in the net. <laughs> okay. Mr. Liam Harbin, you're up. Your Nation Gear Hop for the week. My old performer of the week hasn't happened yet, but it's going to. (laughs) (laughs) He believes it's the hope that'll kill you. (laughs) The Briar starts today. I love curling. The Scotties was awesome. The Briar begins tonight at six. Go, Brendan Botcher and the boys. Pour it on! Is it alone Alberta Brewing? No, there's two. Oh, they're Canada. Actually, uh, no, they're not Canada. I thought the guy from... uh, Brendan, what's his name? Gushu. Yeah, Brad Gushu. Brad Gushu. I thought the team from Airdrie was the Alberta rep. Nope. It's uh, Gushu and then the Alberta reps, a botcher. And then I can't remember how to say the name, but I'm pretty sure the Alberta rep from the Scotties, her brother is the one for the Briar too. 
How do we have two Alberta teams? Wildcard teams. Oh. And QE, of course. Ooh, the rec laws are playing. Oh, good. Yeah, I stopped paying attention to that once the wildcard nonsense became a thing myself. Why? Uh, well, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I don't think that Northern Ontario should be a part of it. And I think we should go back to the provinces. Yeah, I don't Northern think Ontario, Ontario should be a part of this country. What do you think of that? Uh, Cooey's got the other Alberta rank. There's three. There's three Alberta ranks. There's three which last is, year, too. Which is not surprising. That's Alberta's style. There are a lot of good 30 years. Here. Nation yeah. Dan, you're up. Your Nation Gear Hot Form of the Week. Uh, well, one shout out is going to go to my neighbor, Alan, who, uh, while I was in the middle of cleaning up from the dumpings over the weekend, uh, just walked out of his garage. He's waved over to me. I said, hello. He's like, hey, I got a snowblower in here. Would you like to help me out with that? So uh, Alan, for having a snowblower in the middle of that snowstorm, which was awesome. Uh, but I'm going to give it out to Matt Remp. He's been the, uh, I think, the talk of the league this week uh, for the amount of fights that he's been willing to accept. He's got uh, got everybody hyped up for tomorrow's game against the Leafs as well. So Matt Remp, you get my hot performer of the week. It's just to wrap it up nationgear.ca go bid on the silent auction for the Brownlees my hot performer of the week I'm going to go back to my guy that back check arguably in my opinion saved the game against St. Louis now of course Stu could have stopped it yeah I want to probably would have emphasize that but he didn't need to and that's because my boy Ryan Nugent Hopkins was flying back like a bat out of hell with one of the greatest back checks I've ever seen. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you were my hot performer of the week. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. There you that doesn't it. make sense. Before we wrap up, real quick, tomorrow against the Kraken score prediction. Dan? 3-2 Kraken win. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Liam? 5-2 five, five, Oilers. <laughs> Tyler? 3-1 <laughs> Oilers. 4-1 Oilers. 4-2 Oiler win coming at you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 